Welcome back to the Parker's Podcast. I'm Rose, and today we have Karen Brock from Keller Williams Realty. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Nervous, but good. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, I wanted to bring you on today because, of course, we've interacted a lot on personal levels, on business levels, and so why not just bring in the podcast? And Why not? So. My husband's been on your commercials, so yes. now it's my turn. Yes, and you know, it's funny this morning uh, when you said uh, Drew was a little jealous about uh, get, not being able to come on today. Francel said he had the lead role in the commercial, so he needs to just get off of things. Oh! <laughs> oh, there it is. He did have the lead role in the commercial. You're right. <laughs> so anyone that's watching, if you guys want to check out our commercial, you can go on our website or on our uh, Facebook page and find our commercial there. It's pretty funny. It's kind of like a take on um, the, what was it? The take on uh, uh, car, extended car warranties. Yeah, the yes. extended car warranties, and it's hilarious. We've had plenty of people tell us how funny that, that commercial it was. is. It, and it was a lot of, I like, it was a lot of fun making the commercial, watching it being done. It, it was oh, yeah. fun. It was a good. How many takes was it to get Drew? How many takes was it that Drew kissed Francel? <laughs> oh, see, now you're giving the, the whole lead up to the commercial. But th there's a couple of kisses involved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry, Francel. <laughs> no, he'll be fine. He loved it. He, he loves you guys anyways. But. Yes. So I wanted to ask you, what got you, well, I guess we can rewind a little bit. Do you remember how you met us or what brought us together? So actually, it was a networking group that I met Francelle in. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Francelle and I have very similar personalities with our, what we consider to be funny. <laughs> and we ended up sitting next to each other in this networking meeting. And it was great. Like, we just seemed to hit it right off the mm -hmm. bat. It was like my long-lost brother that yeah. I hadn't seen in 20 years. And then we just started treating each other as siblings and started literally poking each other mm -hmm. and trying to get the other one in trouble during the actual meeting. <laughs> yeah, He still refers to you at his net, as his networking wife. So yes, he, I'm the networking wife. He yeah. is my networking husband. Yeah, you guys ended up moving up in the positions in that networking group, I think, as yes, well. Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. So we also uh, had a chance to work um, on a football league board we did. together. That was a lot of fun, too. That was the second um, that we did together. And that's how you and I became friends mm -hmm. was through the football, the youth football program. Yep. That, that was, was a lot of fun. That was. A lot of work. A lot of work. A lot but of you know hours. A lot of hours. I still miss the concession stand. I know. I do. There's something about working the concession stand with the kids. It's a lot of fun. I know. I know. I love them. And it, especially because you make uh, good memories and uh, tight relationships with the kids. And they remember you. Even you though, like, we didn't have positions with the with right. them, like, on the field or anything like that. They knew who we were. They knew. And yeah, it was pretty fun. It was fun. So um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you was, I know this year, I think it was this year, you had gotten a, uh, an award at Keller Williams. Y yeah. Was it this year or last year? It was this year. Okay. Was Is that the one from Northport? I don't know. Is that the, the best of with Northport? I It was either that or I thought you had gotten a like a trophy thing or... So I'm not really good when it comes to accolades. I, I haven't. Well, I know you. I know you. And that's why Francel wanted me to ask you specifically about I, these. I, I have a tendency to be very um, grateful, and I am very, very grateful. 
but I, I like to be behind the scenes more. So mm-hmm. I'm much more comfortable when, you know, I'm cheering other people for receiving awards, not necessarily me. Yeah, but you still get but them. We do. We, yeah. So as a realtor with Keller Williams, I'm part of the Florida Living Team with Bobby Leahy, and she and I have um, seven agents that work with us. Oh, I didn't and, realize you had that many. Yeah, we're up to seven agents right now. We're growing, and um, it's like the little engine that could. We just keep going and going and mm-hmm. going. Um, so with that being said, there's been a, there's, we've been very fortunate to receive a few awards through Keller Williams, but also through like best of Charlotte, best of Northport. Those, those are probably, I like those even more because those are coming from our customers. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's awesome. But you have won them as well Yeah, because you were at that dinner as well for best of Northport. Yep. Just the best of Northport. We don't compete in the Charlotte County one just because there's, so many air conditioning companies down here but i guess it's the same scenario with you guys you guys it have is. a ton but um of realty companies and well but. the best of charlotte starts i want to don't hold me to it but i think it starts wednesday of this week the voting starts i think I voting i think voting opens up this week so you'll be seeing me oh yeah <laughs> all over you'll, you'll see me all over vote for me vote for mm-hmm. me <laughs> that's really cool so what was the award then that you won through keller williams also so that was going to be for sales volumes mm-hmm. so we had a very very good year um this past year so everything is done a year in the rears mm-hmm. and that's how they do the awards so we had a we were at that point there was a total of five of us on the team um and we had the third highest group sales oh wow now is that just keller williams or is that across the board that is here for um keller williams for our local market center and then this past month we were in the top sixth for all of southwest florida which incorporates Miami, Marco Island, Naples, Fort Lauderdale. So our group was in the top six for sales. Oh, wow. That's a huge area. It, it is a very, those are the ones where I kind of sit back and you reflect and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like we had our, our Monday morning team meeting today and we must have said at least four times, congratulations to everybody. Like that's, that's a feat. Yeah. That oh, yeah. is definitely a feat when you're compared to groups. And again, we're a total of nine people and yeah, we're just keep plugging along. Wow. Now, in uh, doing all of that, do you guys have, are you guys only local here or where do you service? So we service Southwest Florida, primarily Northport, Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda, Venice, Englewood area, Sarasota okay. area. Um, do we have listings in other areas? A hundred percent. We do. However, this is our primary focus. But you can basically sell from we anywhere. We can sell anywhere in Florida, yeah. to be honest with you. We're licensed in Florida. Now, do you think that the hurricane uh, contributed to a lot of the sales from last year? Or how, or how did the hurricane affect you? So I know we're coming up on the one-year anniversary mark. The hurricane slowed everything down. It really – and again, for many people, it was – after Ian came through – they needed to refocus mm-hmm. on their own primary homes. And we were we were very fortunate with Keller Williams. When they talk about the big red trucks, they really do mean there's big red 
semi trucks that come along um, and it's filled with water and rations and anything you could potentially need generators gas cans um, extension cords so many different things so we were fortunate enough that not only were our agents received assistance but then we were able to share that with our customers as well oh that's really so cool. there were times that i would load up the back of my car with cases of gatorade cases of water um, once our agents had been served we then went out to the communities and i would drive in some of these communities just handing out hey who needs a case of water have some water have some gatorade wow um, but it definitely impacted. And we're starting now to see even some more homes come on the market because now people are finally having a lot of their claims settled through okay. the insurance companies. So now they're either, they're fixing up the homes, they're able to sell the homes, whatever it is that they need to do. Wow. So well, we're starting really to good. see more of those on the market. Yeah. So what's the average time the house is spending on the market now? I know before they were flying off, like you could oh list it gosh. that morning and it would be sold by evening. It would be. Um, and, and no, we're not in that market anymore. So average date to sale is between 30, under contract, not to be sold, but to get it under contract is between 30 and 40 days. Oh, wow. That's a big difference. Yeah. Do you think that um, COVID compounded with the hurricane affected uh, real estate here? I think right now it is, first of all, we're not in season. So for this particular region, middle of June, July, August, September are slower months. Oh, okay. And they have been historically. If you look at 2012 to 2019, those are historically slower months. When 2020 occurred and then the lockdowns across the United States occurred, our sales were going up. Mm -hmm. You know, people were coming down to Florida. They were re-investigating Florida as an area to live. So that increased our sales and decreased days on market. Oh, wow. So after the hurricane claims have been paid out and you're seeing the up uptick in the amount of houses being put on the market, do you think that as season's coming in, you're going to continue to see that rise? Or do you think that we'll have lesser homes available? I, as long as the weather stays positive. <laughs> you never know with, that, with you our never, weather. You, look, you never know. It's not November yet. Mm -hmm. So we're still in that season. Um, I do. I do anticipate seeing an increase of sales in this area. I also, right now, the rates are what the rates are. Compared to two years ago when they were hovering around 3%, now they're hovering around eight and again it all depends on so many different variables that i can't quote an actual rate and then I, i've had a couple of listing appointments recently in the last few weeks where we've talked about okay you know do we list right now do we want to wait until october do you want to wait until november when the season really starts picking up um, halloween is when a lot of our seasonal residents will start arriving there's also elections in November. So it also depends on what happens in no like there's so many variables that it's hard. And we always joke about having a crystal ball and I just keep telling my people that it's broken. Yeah. It's in two pieces. I don't know. Maybe you have one of those balls that you shake up and it gives <gasps> the, you the answer. The magic eight the balls. The magic eight balls. The yeah. magic eight balls. That's what I need. I need a yeah. realtor magic eight ball. 
because you, you just don't know and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Do you think that um, you had mentioned that right now we have like a four month supply of homes. If mm-hmm. we reach that that balance of the six month supply, do you think that the rates will have to start going down or or does that even play so, a fact? So it's funny because based on my knowledge, it's a seesaw effect. So you got the balance. So when you start seeing it become more of a buyer's market, sometimes you'll start seeing the rates go down. Unfortunately, this past year, there have been brilliant, brilliant people on the news making predictions Mm -hmm. and saying based historically on this issue and this issue, we anticipate the rates to go down by a point on Wednesday. And then all of a sudden Wednesday comes and the rates go up. It's the federal government. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just going crazy I, right I don't now. know. But what I do tell people is that I also remember from back in the early 2000s, um, even back in the 80s and 90s when we were in double digits. I mean, when I first when I bought our first home, um, when was it? It was 19, it was in between the boys. So it was ni- like 1996, it probably was, 96, 97. Um, we were paying 14%. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so. that's, that's really high for a home, especially since we just had them down around 3% recently. Well, and that's the thing. It's, and that is people's most recent recollection is having those three and four percent rates. I mean, even when the four percent went up to five, we were like, oh my gosh, it's five percent, you know, and now we're up to eight. So it's hard to, it really is hard to predict, especially when you're, you know, it's that Monday morning quarterbacking and you're, you're watching everything on the news and you're following all the finances and you're following everything and all of a sudden you're thinking, oh, okay, I think we're gonna get a, a reduction. And then all of a sudden, nope, it doesn't. surprise. So do you think, uh, based on what's happening now and what's happened the last few years, that you've been watching everything happening so seriously, do you think that it feels like we're moving towards another recession? I don't think that. And the reason why I don't think that is because back in the early 2000s, there were no safeguards in place. Yeah. And there are safeguards in place. My sister just bought a condo in Myrtle Beach. They closed on it two weeks ago. And she was on the phone with me multiple times a week. Why do they, Why does the lender need this paper? Why do they need that paper? Wait, I already sent them my monthly statements from last month. Why do I have to send them this month? And I, all I kept saying was Patriot Act, Patriot Act. Pa- like, they're now more fail safe programs in place Mm -hmm. so that you cannot go in and in 2006 you you could finance a hundred and five percent of the home value you can't do that anymore like people literally were financing more than what the house would appraise for so they were already underwater. Yeah. But that's just the way the market was. Um, they also didn't really do credit checks back then either. Um, you know, you used to talk to a lender and they'll tell you stories about how easy it was to get approved for a loan. 
wow. it's not like that anymore. There's a lot of, there's so many hoops that you have to go through in order to get approved. Well, I'm glad to hear that because we want to still buy. And unfortunately, back in 2007, when the market crashed, Francel was working in, well, he was actually working in um, electrical uh, background, I guess. And he lost his job during that time. And so that was really hard for us. And of course, now that we own our own company, if we had to watch out for a recession also, that'd be kind of difficult to kind of yes. pinpoint, like, when is this going to happen and how is it going to affect our business? But yeah. we've to tried to, balance. yeah, it's hard. My brother, um, he does electrical and he's primarily in new construction. And I've told him over and over, like, you have got to get in service work because if a recession were to hit, I know from what happened the last time, all the people that had their money tied up in new construction homes that just halted, mm-hmm. they lost the money. Mm. And so we don't, we do some new construction, but we primarily do service and right. um, like renovations and stuff like that. But it's just, it ca- it would be too detrimental to be locked up in new construction right now. And I just shared your, uh, this week and I shared your contact information with another customer of mine that they'll be calling. Oh, awesome. If they haven't called already. I appreciate it. <laughs> so Stephanie is the one that answers the phone all day. So unless they call in the evening, they'll get her. So okay. I don't even know who calls anymore, but well, it's pretty cool. It is. So I also wanted to bring up, because I know we um, only have a few minutes left, I wanted to talk about, like, your family and stuff because, of course, we love hanging out with you guys. And They're nuts. Yeah, I mean. They're crazy. If anyone's watched any of our episodes, we've talked about our kids, and, of course, they know how crazy our life can be, so. Yeah, so let's see. Austin just turned 25 on Friday, oh, and wow. it, I was not there with him. Um, he I was, might have been a little sad about I, that. I, I, I may have been. He was not. I was. Um, It was on FaceTime. I got to wish him a happy birthday, but he lives up in Albany, New York. Mm -hmm. Um, He has his nursing degree, so he works for um, a large practice Mm -hmm. up in Albany, and he loves every minute of it, and we laugh at him because he's living in the basement of my brother and sister-in-law and with his cousins, and they have a blast they he loves it he he loves the weather he loves everything up there and then I have Jake who is present presently looking for employment he um, (laughs) he has a sports marketing degree and he's up in by Augusta Georgia so he's been interviewing with baseball golf he went to Chattanooga for a soccer interview um, but he does sports marketing, and that's his – he can talk sports all day long, and I just glaze over. I, yeah. I just nod. I'm one of those. I nod my head, and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I get really excited when I know one of the names that he mentions, and I'm like, oh, oh, I like that guy. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, what team is he on? I said, I don't know. He has the red colors. It's like how we do um, uh, European football, otherwise known as soccer. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the first time, you know, as a mom, I'm trying to support them and get them jerseys. Well, I was quickly informed at the store, no, they're not jerseys. They're called kits. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, so now I, I'm now educated. They're called kits. But then I was educated on they don't necessarily put the names of the team on those shirts. They put their sponsors. So 
I thought the sponsors were the actual names of the team, and and then it just became, you know, oh, mom, don't go into the store anymore because you're yeah. just embarrassing us. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But so sports, I, I try really hard. I know him and Francel love to talk sports, and oh, Francel knows enough to get himself in trouble. I know Jake, that's his whole realm, and Francel just likes it as a viewer. Right. But Jake loves to be immersed in it and he, live in it. and Live in it, breathe it, mm-hmm. loves the stats, loves the numbers, loves everything. So, um, yeah, the boys are good, and then, then there's Drew at home. I mean, he's always good. He's just – we live in Florida. I like, know. that's his whole attitude. How can things be bad? We are in Florida. We're not dealing with – a rainy season we're from new york and it rained this entire summer and they're getting more <laughs> rain now as we speak <laughs> i feel bad for laughing i'm so sorry guys um but yeah we've got blue skies and mm-hmm. it was cold and rainy all summer long we used to tell everyone when we first moved down here it's so beautiful here and until you've lived here and can understand like how how often it's sunny and beautiful like you could literally have just gotten fired from your job and then you walk outside, well, at least the sun is still shining because it's so nice here. So one of the things I tell people, especially those that are moving um, into this area, is I warn them. I said, look, if it's a Friday and it's like 11 o'clock and it's beautiful down here and you think you're going to get a hold of someone, don't be surprised if you get their answering machine. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well... Because Friday afternoon start the weekend and we're all out on our boats. Yep. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's, that's the norm here. Mm -hmm. Like coming from New York, yeah, it was normal to work 60, 80 hours a week. You come down here and all of a sudden people look at me like I'm weird. And I'm like, what? They're like, go out on the boat. It's a Friday. I'm like, yeah, it's Friday. I got to work. They're like, no, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> it's a great boat day. Go out on the boat. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Like I can do that? I'm allowed? You're giving me permission? Okay, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we love doing everything outdoors. I mean, we just went to Tennessee uh, last week, and it was awesome. It was so pretty. It, and I told Francel, though, the weather was just right. It was nice and warm during the day. It got chilly at night so we, where you could go sit around the fire pit. But if it was any colder... There was no way. I mean, we even botched doing the whitewater rafting because it was slightly too cold for us. Well, how about when you went to the um, Steelers game? Was it last oh, year? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was a Browns gave, game. Oh, there was a Browns game. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I gave you my Uggs, my, my Ugg boots, my Ugg gloves, um, hats, scarves. Yes. I gave you everything. And I loaded you had, up. <laughs> we still had the electric um, jackets, and yeah. I had we had full, um, like, the overall snowsuits and everything. <laughs> We were so cold. I didn't even make it to halftime. That's right. I remember you telling me it that. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I just, I do not like the cold. I do not envy anybody that lives north of Tampa, really, because <laughs> there it is. anything north of Tampa, it's, it's, it, too, it's cold. too cold. It's too cold. Yeah. I agree. Ugh, and it might snow up there, and I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like it, but I'm really glad that you came on today. I wanted to be able to, I'm sure um, we can share her link to her website and everything and uh, contact information. Do you want to give them your number to contact yeah, you? Yeah, sure. Looking? So if anyone is looking to buy, sell, or even invest, I'm working with a few investors right now. My phone number is 845-313-9726. Yes, it's still my New York number. You know, it's just hard 
to get rid of phone numbers. They become part of your personality. So that number is part of me. And again, I'm with Keller Williams, Peace River Partners, Florida Living Team. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on here. And um, I guess for, for all the viewers, we'll catch you next time. Thanks.